Welcome to Your Life Choices with me, John Deeks. This is the podcast that uh, accompanies the Your Life Choices website. And it's great to have your company with our very special guest, the publisher of Your Life Choices, Leon Dalabosca on the line. Welcome, Leon. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. I was actually wanting to know today about some of the biggest questions that uh, folks get on to Your Life Choices about. Is it uh, health? Is it travel? Is it uh, age pension? What are, what are some of the biggest questions you get? Uh, the most questions we're asked is about the age pension. And probably the most complex. <laughs> probably the most complex and probably the ones that have the most impact on, on retirement as well. So yeah, look, our inbox is flooded weekly with queries and and questions about the age pension and the process and, and the ins and outs. And Is there any sort of one particular question that people say, uh, please help me with A or B? Look, we're asked, we're asked very specific questions in some emails where people, you know, we, we, encourage, we encourage them not to give us all of their financial information. But yeah. I think, look, we're, we're so well known now as being... A, and trusted. And trusted, thank you. Yes, we are. Obviously, if people are giving us all this information. Look, we're we're so well known as being a you know the, the cliff notes to the age pension and, and Centrelink that um, you know people reach out to us and ask us a lot of questions and we ask the questions in our surveys about how much the government is doing, how easy it is to understand, and and overwhelmingly people say it's a very difficult process to understand. So that you know part of our our remit, so to speak is helping them understand it. Do you ever f- feed that back to the government and say, look, you know, we're getting folks... Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. We have, we have, um, you know, we have a direct line with the Centrelink media team and with Hank himself, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Hank, Hank comes on every now and then and we'll get him back again soon. But um, look, what I've put together today is uh, almost like a listicle of the biggest mistakes that people are making with the age pension. And then I've gone a little bit further because not everyone qualifies for the age pension. And we've pulled together some information, which is actually put together by Janelle, our esteemed editor, about the, the, the don'ts of retirement and retirement income. So I thought maybe we'll just take you through some of the age pension mistakes now. Absolutely. All right. So let's start with number one. This is information from an article that was put together by our age pension and Centrelink go-to guy, Ben, who uh, many of you will know because you read his Centrelink uh, columns every week. And he's the one who's answering a lot of these questions. Mm. One of the first things that he sees often is the mistake that people make with the age pension is not realising that both members of the couple don't need to have reached pension age to apply for the pension. So one person might be 67 and one might be 64 and they wait for the 64-year-old to reach pension age and they miss out on, potentially miss out on two and a half years of, of pension payments. Mm. So what happens is when you reach pension age and your partner hasn't, You'll be assessed as a couple and you'll receive the couple's rate, but only one person will receive the couple's rate. And that's a maximum of about just under $720 wow. a fortnight. Okay. So you could have been missing out on that if you were waiting. Now, <laughs> another thing that people as part of a couple don't take advantage of is that when one member of that couple is not of pension age, you know, they may be able to sort of, it's a bit cheeky, but person who's younger who doesn't qualify for the pension, whatever superannuation they have isn't assessed until they reach pension age. So the older person of the couple might be able to shift some of their super into the younger person's fund, which means they've still got both they've both still got access to those funds or, yeah. or they're still sort of making use of those funds. But it's exempt from the age pension, which means that older person will get a higher rate of pension assuming they pass the income and assets 
What what about uh, being retired? Do you have to be retired before you can apply for the age pension? Good one. That's another misconception. Um, people think you have to be retired to qualify for the pension. You don't. You just have to have hit age pension age. So you could still effectively work, and as long as you're earning under the, the threshold, which yeah. I think is it's about just over $2,000 a fortnight for a single, uh, um, you, you could still be working and get a part pension. Mm. Mm. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that we see people make is that they wait, you know, 60, 66 and a half years old, I think is the current pension eligibility age, and that will go up to 67 eventually. But what they do is they get to a month before a time and age, go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll apply for the pension. And it takes, on average, 49 to 50 days mm. for a pension to process. And it can take longer and it can take less sometimes, but mostly it's around, it's 49 days. What are the things that uh, make it either you know, shorter or longer? How can, how can uh, people who are applying help themselves? The biggest reason that a pension uh, application is delayed is because of the lack of information or not providing correct or proper information on that application. In fact, I think it's, it's about six in 10 of the rejected claims uh, because an applicant failed to respond to uh, Centrelink or Services Australia asking for any different additional information or documentation they need to help ah, that uh, okay. application go through. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things often. And, you know, we, we're all used to a government who passes the buck, especially in the last 12 months. But, you know, Services Australia will say it's a, lot of, a lot of the times these pensions are, are delayed, the payments are delayed or the processing is put off is because the applicant themselves isn't providing them with information and isn't being contactable when they're being asked for that information. Explain to me about the Commonwealth Seniors Health Care Card. Yeah, just because you don't qualify for an age pension, um, if you don't sort of satisfy the income and assets test, people sort of sometimes just switch up and go, oh, well, I had to go. Um, but what you should do is apply for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Care Card, which gives you discounts on a range of medical services and, and services themselves. Uh, I'm not sure rates, but, you know, like a energy bills and utilities and things like that. So, yeah, just because you don't qualify for the pension, uh, you should still see if you apply, uh, you know, qualify for the um, healthcare card. Talking about uh, funds, uh, back in the day, of course, putting in the bank was a, a sensible thing to do, but in uh, 2021 and beyond, the, the rates are so low, you're actually going backwards. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, gone to the day, well, you know, we used to joke about putting money under the mattress, but you're probably earning about the same interest at the moment as yeah. you've got it under the mattress or in the bank. Um, the difference is your bank's probably not going to burn down. Um, <laughs> look, we all know that even term deposit rates aren't earning much more than 1%, if even 1%. Banks are uh, right on sort of dead level with um, interest at the moment. And one of the things that we find is people don't get that you shouldn't be keeping all your money in the bank anyway. Now, right now especially, if you're only earning 0.1% or whatever of, of interest on a, on a bank account, Centrelink's still going to say you're earning 2.25%. It's something called deeming rates. Oh, yeah. So the first 53,600 of any asset, of financial assets, right, are deemed to earn 0.25%. But anything over that, Centrelink or Services Australia, assumes you're earning 2.25% interest on that. That's if you're a single. If you're a couple, it's just under, it's 89,000. So what that means is, if you have some money in the bank, fine, right? You've got access to it. 
but maybe switching some of that money out to an investment or, uh, you know, micro investing even where you can sort of put the money in and pull it out when you want. Mm. Uh, some great, I use one called Raise, which is fantastic. Anyway, I can talk about that another day. But what that means is if your retirement savings are earning more than 2.25%, that's all your money. So you should be doing everything you can to make sure that whatever money you've got earns the highest amount of interest possible because that extra money above that 2.25%, if it's over the threshold, mm. is not assessed as income. A lot of people just think they should put all their money into the bank and, and, and the lower the interest, uh, the, more, the more likely they are to get a higher pension payment. But yeah, it's, it, it just says, well, you're earning 2.25%. And of course, uh, Leon, uh, one of the biggest fear that we have is at, at a certain age is that, well, that's that's the money that's there and that's all that we've got. And man, that's got to see us out to the very end. So where do we invest it? Now, we are at Your Life Choices absolutely never going to recommend investment places because that's not our role and nor is it legal to do such. But should you go to um, an in, uh, someone outside of a banking, where does one start? Yeah, that's right, John. Everything that we're saying today should be considered general advice, definitely. Um, in fact, could we even call it advice at all? Let's call them tips. Mm. Let's call them tips, just to be safe, because that's what they are. I mean, um, yeah, everything that we do in your life. Uh, and since the inquiry, if things have uh, tightened up remarkably, thank goodness, and uh, there's much more checks and balances when it comes to investment uh, companies. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, you, you talk to your accountant or – just go to well, financial advisor. Look, let's get. I've, I've actually. That's one of the points that we're going to bring up. Maybe we'll just skip straight to that. Is sixty-one point three percent of the seven thousand plus respondents that we surveyed very recently in the Older Australian Insights Survey said they did not seek financial or retirement planning advice when planning their retirement. Having said that, around the same number, fifty-seven percent also are worried that they don't think their retirement savings will last their life. So mm. it's an interesting juxtaposition. Won't seek out financial advice and are worried that they won't have enough money. And what's the answer to that? It's seeking out financial advice. Now, financial advice industry on the sector has copped a, a hiding since the, uh, the Royal Commission, the recent Royal Commission, and rightfully so. There are a lot of rogues out there. Absolutely. But that shouldn't take away from the good guys, the good the good people out there who are doing the good jobs. And we've got some people uh, you know, that, who are uh, you know partners with Your Life Choices, who we highly recommend. But one of the things I will say is research proves that people who seek financial advice live happier lives. Now, I can reel off some statistics for you, John, which I find quite interesting. Right? 13% of people who, who seek financial advice have higher levels of personal happiness. 21% have an increase of peace of mind. 20% have increased feelings of security regarding their finances. So that ticks the box that we just said before, whether their savings will last a while. Mm. And 19% have less likelihood of arguments with loved ones. Now, this sounds like a bit of an ad for financial advice. These are numbers that have come from from a survey from IOS. From, from where? IOS. Oh, uh, yeah. this, is, this, yeah. is, this isn't one of our surveys, so we're no. not trying to sell no. anything. No. But people who don't seek financial advice it doesn't just affect their financial health, it affects their physical health too. Mm. So 22% are more likely to have bad sleep or poor sleep. And we all know how much sleep contributes to a happy retirement or a happy life in general. 15% are more likely to be stressed or anxious. And 10% are more likely to feel concerned about their finances. So where will you find help in building that confidence 
to, that your assignment savings will last for your lifetime, well, your life choices is one of those uh, solutions for sure. Another is seeking trustworthy financial advice. Mm. So, Leon, are there any other big retirement income don'ts before we wrap this up? Yeah, sure. I'll let me reel off a few quickly. All right, so don't place your super in the lowest risk investment category. Now, this is not advice. This is just what's happened based on the, the very recent past where example of, of COVID hitting where members shifted to cash or conservative auctions. But when, when super returned, which, you know, the biggest, strongest returns in nearly 30 years in the 2021 financial year, they didn't enjoy those uh, those benefits of still having their money in in a, in a medium risk investment category. All right, so a couple more. People don't draw down enough money from their super. They've saved all their lives to build this big nest egg and it's hard to switch around to saying, okay, now I, now I can spend it. And sure, the money stops coming in, but there's a lot of, there is still money there for people to enjoy their retirement. Now, I could quote financial analysts and things and tell you, you know, that the people who don't spend compromises their quality of life, but I'm going to quote an, a friend of mine, Arthur Clover, who is an old mentor of mine, a fantastic man, and something that he said to me recently, which I just thought was so quotable right now, drink it while it's fizzy. <laughs> right? People That's put good. off travel. People put off spending money or treating themselves. They save all their lives for that, yeah. that, that idea of retirement. And then they hit retirement and then they stay in that mindset of, oh, no, I've got to keep saving. Drink it while it's fizzy. I think, you know, if I could give anyone um, advice for 2021, especially with what's happened with COVID and what's going on and, and you know, living day to day, drink it while it's busy would be my, my number one tip for the year. And thanks to Arthur for that wonderful, wonderful tip. We love you. I'm going to go. A couple more. Uh, let's consider how your home can boost your retirement income. Uh, there's been a lot about that lately. The government's probably not far off on that. They haven't got it quite right yet, but look, you can access the pension loan scheme. You can... There are reverse mortgage and equity release products around. Um, Downsizing is an option, um, definitely. Um, the downsizer contribution helps towards that. You know, you're probably sitting on a gold mine and, you know, you could be living a really great retirement. And, you know, that leads into another one where, look, 72% of our members are wanting to leave an inheritance. They kind of don't really keep in mind that younger generations will have had the benefit of an entire working life of super. So you're sitting on that valuable house, you've got, you know, financial assets. We're not encouraging you to just spend the kids' inheritance, but treat yourself, look after yourself, have that retirement that you deserve. And, um, and I think, you know, look, the biggest one is this is the biggest don't that I think it's not money. It's about People who don't stay connected with the community, they don't eat well, they don't look after their physical and mental health. Your health is your biggest asset. And, and I mean, that's proven time and time again. You know, embrace mental challenges, jump on our site and do the crosswords every day. And, 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 or solitaire and or the word search or the daily trivia. On, exactly. Jump on Skillshare or something like that and learn, learn a new path. Keep learn the how brain to crochet working. If you don't already know how to... Yeah, use build it a or lose it. <laughs> exactly. Get out there, get physical, get get connected, and and you know, and and, and that's the key to healthy aging: your diet, mental and physical engagement, and and um, and looking after your body and your brain. Leon, thank you for those sage words of advice, and we look forward to our next podcast. Uh, since two thousand, your life choices has been 
providing Australians with essential news and it continues with articles and retirement resources. And as you said, if you have any questions as far as uh, the age pensions concerned, jump on, uh, ask the questions and you will receive uh, information back. Membership is free. You're already a member because you're listening to this, but we do encourage you to encourage others to join the Your Life Choices family. There's no cost whatsoever, and it's a fantastic resource. Yourlifechoices.com.au. Thank you, Leon, and we'll speak to you again in the future. Thanks so much, John. Hey, remember, drink it while it's busy.